Welcome back to the Sip the Talent podcast, and I'm here with the WCTV Weekend Sports Editor, Kenny Morales. How you doing, Kenny? Good. How you doing, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, just to give a little background on you, uh, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm from Fort Myers. So for those who don't know, it's like two hours down 75 uh, south of Tampa. So Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Naples area. Okay, and the reason I'm familiar with that because I'm a huge Dion fan. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Dion is from North Fort Myers, right? Yeah, exactly right. Neon Dion. Actually, his his school, uh, which was, I want to say, it was about mm, 20 minutes from where I grew up in, in Fort Myers. We had a couple kids from Fort Myers. Uh, the most recent one I could think of is uh, Sammy Watkins. Oh, okay. He's from Fort, he's from Fort Myers as well. He know. went to, I want to say, South Fort Myers, which I actually lived right next to, which is crazy. Okay. The uh, tight end we have here, um, Kamar Morales, his dad yep. is from Fort Myers. And said he went to school with Dion. Yes, I've I've met uh, Alan, Mr. Morales, a couple of times. Uh, I told him I watched Kamari play, and I, I've been I've been hoping I can convince people that we're related, but so far no one believes it. <laughs> I don't blame him because uh, I, I am nowhere near uh, athletic. <laughs> and that leads me to my next question: Did you play any ball uh, in in high school? No football, but uh, basketball. I grew up playing basketball since I was like seven or eight, and I played all the way through high school. Played my last two years, junior, senior, on a uh, varsity, and uh, it was fun, man. It was. I mean, we had a we had a pretty good squad. My senior year, we got to go uh, to the Final Four in Lakeland. I think at the time I went to Bishop Barrow, and at the time we were a three A school. I think they're four A now or five A, but uh, we ended up losing to. Uh, Pinecrest Lauderdale and they had a kid named Brandon Knight who is now with the Phoenix Suns so he beat up on us a little bit but that was fun <laughs> well yeah um, you went to UCF correct I did yes what was it like uh, campus life at UCF campus life at UCF man um, cause I know it's grown yeah, it is growing. It's huge. I mean, it's like another world. I mean, for those that don't know, like UCF's like 65,000 plus students. So when you get there and the campus itself is massive. I mean, if you were to walk from one end... And, and there's everything there from, you know, uh, if you're living there in the dorms, you've got, you know, places to buy groceries. You've got, I mean, uh, places to get your hair cut. Um, it, there's uh, different types of restaurants. There's, you know, div- there's multiple gyms. Um, it's just really cool. I mean, it's just, and, and because of where it's located and the amount of students you have, it's a really um, eclectic group. And it's just a very, um, it's like a melting pot. I, I saw people from all over the world, um, from all different religious backgrounds, political affiliations. And um, it's cool to get a chance to, to mingle and meet all those different types of people. Okay, and going back to basketball with this NBA, uh, what Final Four going on? Basically, what do you mm-hmm. think of the Celtics and the Cavs? Oh man, I feel bad for LeBron. <laughs> I'm a bit, I'm a LeBron fan, and I just feel like he's he's got to be like just counting down the days. Like I can't wait to get out of here because <laughs> there's just not there's not 
other than Kevin Love, there's no one else in that team can really do much uh, to help him out. I mean, dude had a triple-double last night with 40 points, and they still lost by double digits. I mean, I know he can't put it all on, on his teammates, but uh, there's really it, there's really not much else he can do as a player. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the Celtics are probably going to take this series. We'll kind of Cleveland out yet because it was two games at Boston. But, um, yeah, I think, I think Cleveland's probably done, and I think LeBron's probably done in Cleveland. Right. And what I see is um, the Celtics playing as a team, and they have, yep. they have fresh legs in the fourth quarter, whereas LeBron doing the bulk of the work. And toward the end of the game, he's kind of worn out because he had, what, yeah. 22 points in the first quarter? Yep. And so, I suppose let's go to the West with Golden sure. State and, and Houston. Yeah, I think, you know, Golden State, same kind of similar, almost, I don't want to say similar deal, but like. I do too. Yeah, Houston has to feel just absolutely, uh, I don't know, heartbroken after that game one loss because, I mean, Harden played his his mind out and he played awesome. Um, and they didn't play a bad game in Houston. It's just Golden State was great. They played a, better, a slightly better game. And, and KD is just so frustratingly good on offense. I mean, I don't know what you can do to stop him. Um, but I think, you know, I still I still, have, I like the Rockets in the series. I, I picked them before the series started just because I, I really like the team they have this year. And I thought, you know, if you're going to beat Golden State at their game, you, you got to be able to shoot the three as well. And the Rockets are the one other team I've seen shoot the three just as well um, as the Warriors. So I think they'll be all right. I think they'll bounce back in this next game. But if not, if they lose this, if they lose their second home game, uh, this one's already over. Most definitely. I feel the same way. And when you said something about it being similar, I feel as if Golden State plays as a team. Nobody yep. really has a huge spurt and puts out just a tremendous amount of energy. But right. James Harden is what? Had 25 solo attacks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's just yeah. wearing his F out. Because the first quarter, yeah. he had a monster quarter. So it's kind of the same as LeBron. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm Golden State, Harden can have 40. As long as those other guys have 10 and under, I'm good with that. Right. Right, exactly. And that was the problem is like Harden got hit. Chris Paul had a pretty decent game, but no one else, like Eric Gordon, was like probably going to win sixth man of the year, kind of had a so so game. And no one else really uh, jumped out to me. So I was like, uh, you're going to need, you're going to need a little more than that. Right. And think about it Steph had 18, but it was a quiet yeah. 18. I only remember making one three. Yeah, and that's that's not that's not great if you're a Rockets fan. But the problem was, I mean, just he, Steph. Did, that's all he had to do because Durant was just unstoppable. Right. And I mean, Durant is that good. He could do that every night, just about. So they get they they got to try to. I, I mean, you can't. You could do, you could try to double them, but you can't use any of the dudes that are are, are guarding Curry and Thompson. You never can get Maybe the shade them. away and leave them open. So you're gonna have to try and I, I don't know. I guess you leave Draymond open or something because this this leaving KD one on one doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> Draymond's the only option I think you have, and if he makes his shots, yes. I don't think anybody could beat him. Oh yeah, if Draymond starts hitting threes or like if you know when they do the death lineup and they put in Andre, they start Andre Iguodala. If you got Iggy hitting threes, I mean, there's just nothing you can do. Right, being a South Florida guy, what was it like mm. to go all the way to Wisconsin? Oh man, 
<laughs> it was a big culture shock. Um, Wisconsin, I ended up taking my first job out of college. Graduated December 2013 from UCF. Took my first job February of 2014 in a small town called Wausau, Wisconsin. And for those that don't know where it is, uh, when I don't blame when I don't blame you because I didn't know uh, it existed until I applied for it. And it's a town hour and a half west of Green Bay. So it's like right in the dead center of the state. And it's just, it's so different. One, obviously the weather. I mean, I got there in February. I think I remember leaving Orlando and it was probably in the 70s. You know, it wasn't, it was still springtime, wintery time. It wasn't like hot, but it was definitely in the 70s. And we got to Wisconsin, me and my parents to help me move. Um, it was like 20 below zero with the wind chill. They were having one of the worst winters of all, like in the past, like several decades. And I, I, my parents like looked at me. They're like, "You, you want to do this?" Like the, the town was covered in snow, and it was just unbearably cold. And I was like, "Yeah, I, don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta do this if I want, if I want to be in the industry." Um, and definitely, like also, I mean, coming from like Orlando, where it was a big, you know, bigger city and a huge school, um, like UCF, and was on the area around it. A lot of small towns, a lot of farm towns, a lot of cows. Being a dairy state, <laughs> a lot of a lot of cows. That's one of that's two things I will say. Wisconsin had good cheese and good beer. Um, they do that really well. Um, but also, I mean, just even like talent-wise, I mean, for a cover, like I covered high school sports a lot. Talent-wise, it's nothing like what, what you know what we're, do, we're doing with down here. I mean, down here, National Signing Day, almost every school in our area at least has one D1 player. You know, I mean, it's not it's not that uncommon to see, you know, Lincoln have multiple D1s, Gabby have multiple D1s, Rickard have multiple D1s. In Wisconsin, out of all the high schools I covered, like 40 plus, maybe one kid was a walk-on at the University of Wisconsin. Wow. Uh, that, that was it. Everyone else is D2, D3 talent. I mean, it's just a different ball game up there. Um, but it was it was a fun experience too because I got to cover the Green Bay Packers for one year so that was a lot of fun going to going to Lambeau is an experience unlike any any other if you're a huge football fan I mean I I recommend going to a game even if it is cold I mean those those fans are nuts they are a different they are a different breed they really live and breathe Packer football did you get the uh, opportunity to interview uh, Aaron Rodgers while you were there I did not personally, not one on one, but um, during like me, you know media availability and stuff like that. After I was like our our station's like Packers beat reporter, so every Wednesday uh, during the season, I drove over there, shot video of practice, and then uh, got media availability with Mike McCarthy, the head coach. And then the locker room was open for about thirty minutes, and Rogers was always towards the end of the uh, media availability. And the scrum for him, I mean, it was there literally every media outlet in Wisconsin's there. I mean, everyone is going there. So um, everyone tries to talk to Roger. So it was a huge group of people. But I got a couple questions in there, you know, uh, <laughs> once it was my turn, once I finally, you know, waited it out. But uh, I've gotten an interview like guys like um, Jordy Nelson, Eddie Lacy, Randall Cobb, um, Clay Matthews. Some of those dudes, like, because there's so many players available at once, I've been able to go up to them like, personally and, and and do like you know quick one-on-one questions before more uh reporters stop by so that so that was a really really neat experience 
And Clay, Clay is one of my personal favorite linebackers. Uh, yeah. Not until two days ago because I found out his birthday was oh. the same as mine. So now oh, he's one of my go. favorite players. And so I'm going to keep up with Clay a little bit more. And Grunk's birthday is the same day as mine. Hey, there so, you go. That's so funny. <laughs> now, if I can get that type of money, I'll be good. Because Zuckerberg <laughs> shares it also. There you go, right? <laughs> How'd you end up at uh, WCTV? How'd that opportunity come by? Uh, CTV actually came up uh, right place, right time. I mean, I, I so for the most part in this business, you end up signing a contract, kind of similar to like what players do, right? So um, the average contract in TV is like a two to three year deal. And uh, what was crazy was when I went to Wisconsin, I didn't sign a contract. I was not I was not uh, required to stay there for a two to three year deal. I could have come and gone whenever I wanted. So I decided like around a year or so into it, I was like, mm, you know what? I think I want to try and get back down south. I just this weather's too much. And I saw the job in Tally pop up. Um, and it just so happened that I had, I think, two or three people at the time work working at WCTV that I went to school with at UCF. I, I had classes with them. I knew them personally. And so I reached out to them and, and you know, asked if they could put in a good word and, and they did, thankfully. And um yeah, it was uh that you know kind of how it, how it went and I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful it, it worked out that way because uh, and it also helped that at, at the time Asher Wildman the old sports director um, he's also a UCF alum and he told me that was a big reason he hired me was <laughs> because I was a UCF alum so I was like alright I'll take it um, so that's how I, I ended up landing it and it just worked out great because I've honestly really really enjoyed my time here at CTV and in Tallahassee and I want to thank you for covering the uh, high school kids here and the college kids here. And uh, part of the reason I wanted to do this was to get a little more coverage on the high school kids. And I think yeah. I have a, a plan to do more of that in the fall. I got a couple guys I'm going to collaborate with and uh, awesome. try to cover the multiple sports because obviously on Friday I'll be with one team. <laughs> right, so, right. I want to yeah, thank you no, for doing that. Awesome. I appreciate all you guys doing. Um, being on TV, you had to be extremely confident. Did you mm -hmm. always have this confidence, or this just did, no. uh, did J School put it in you, or where did it come from? <laughs> it's come with. Um, to be honest, like I still have moments like when I'm like nervous. I still get butterflies here and there. Um, but definitely no, not in the beginning. In the beginning, I was scared, like deer in the headlights, scared. And I remember my parents seeing like my first time ever on camera and being like, mm, you sure this is for you? Because I did not look comfortable <laughs> and I looked so <laughs> off, painfully awkward. Um, no, honestly, it's like it's like it's like a sport, man. It's it, it comes with you, you get more comfortable with it, the more repetitions you get, you know, and so. I legitimately like when I was in Wisconsin, when I wasn't on air, I was practicing in the mirror, like recording myself with a phone or my, my computer and just trying to come off more comfortable. That's the name of the game. I mean, you can be, you can, all, you, you can have all the information in the world. You can be the most knowledgeable dude for any sport. But if you come off as uncomfortable, like you look awkward or you look uncomfortable, people probably aren't going to want to tune in, you know? Right. Um, so that's something that I, I've been working on. It's something that's definitely gotten easier as time has progressed. Like I'd say, like right now, I've, I've never felt more confident. I feel really comfortable when I go on. I have a lot of fun when I go on. So um, it's definitely been a, a growing process. 
Yeah, I have a friend of mine that uh, suggested I go to, like to video my podcast. I'm mm-hmm. just not comfortable with video yet, but I, mm-hmm. I do want to head in that direction. And uh, I know that confidence comes with repetition because I feel yeah. like every podcast I've done so far, I've gotten better. And I understand you completely on that. <laughs> yeah, man, it definitely, it's just exactly right. I mean, it just, it takes you, you just kind of, uh, what does it say? You get to crawl before you walk. Right. You, know, you, you gotta get used to it first, and then once you do, um, it just becomes natural. And I've, you know, I've, I've heard of your other podcasts as well. You, you do a really, you really do a really good job, man. I appreciate it. Uh, since you've been to Tele, what's the most? <laughs> what are some of the most memorable sporting events you've covered? Oh man, um, I, that's funny. I was actually doing that for um, Ryan Kelly, who does our WCTV Sports podcast. He had me go through a couple of them the other day. Um, just to th- name a few at the top of my head, I would say like most recently when I got to go to uh, Los Angeles for the uh, Elite Eight run for FSU men's basketball, that was pretty cool. Never, uh, you know, being an NBA fan, going to the Staples Center, seeing that in person was uh, surreal. And I got to stay with my best friend who lives out there. He goes to med school out there. So it was cool to hang out with him for a little bit. Um, going to Omaha for the College World Series, covering Florida State there. That was some. I'm not even a really big college baseball fan, but to go out there and see the park and see like, you know, twenty thousand fans come out for a college baseball game was pretty neat. Um, I would say the rivalry games between like FSU Miami. I covered the block at the Rock down in Miami, and then uh, the obviously last year with Miami uh, snapping the, the losing streak to FSU wow. at Doak and um, the classic my very first classic Fanny Bethune I thought that was so much fun I, I love that <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun to go cover that game now, I haven't been to the classic yet my wife's an alumni of FAMU oh. but we have um, classics back home which is Alcorn Jackson State or Southern okay. Gremlin and those games are, are bananas the, the environment yeah. around the game Halftime, concerts after the game, tailgating, everything is crazy. So I'm sure the yeah. Bethune uh, FAMU is, is similar to that. You gotta go, yeah. I mean, it's just an absolute party. I mean, it's it's so much fun. I mean, I I went I went for work and I and I didn't feel like it. I just felt like I was having a blast. <laughs> um, I would say a majority. I would say pretty much any high school state championship I covered here. So I mean, I've covered everyone from uh, football. I think I got to cover Madison County winning a state title. Um, basketball, Family DRS girls, West Gadsden boys. Back when it was uh, two separate Gadstons. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of baseball, a lot of softball, and then also um, the my favorite story that I ever covered was um, Cam Brown, who was the Florida high alum um, football player, wrestler, was going to go play football at Western Carolina that was diagnosed with uh, bone cancer and uh, unfortunately passed away um, last November. But he was the my favorite story I ever covered just because he was the best person I've ever met. Um, for those who never met him, he's, the, you know, the biggest smile uh you could ever see on a kid's face and he was just incredibly sweet um and and 
you know, friendly and, uh, you know, despite, you know, having cancer and going through chemotherapy and all that stuff, dude never stopped going to the gym, dude never stopped smiling. He was um, incredibly uplifting and, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, I'm always grateful I got to, I got the chance to meet him. Everybody I've talked to says nothing but exceptional things about that kid. And I want to shout out his parents. Apparently they raved a great young man that touched a lot of lives. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Brown, um, big thank you to them as well. I see them I see them every so often. They're big FSU with basketball fans, so I used to see Mr. Brown quite a bit at those games when I would cover them. And um, anytime I did, uh, I always got a big hug from uh, him and his wife. Um, I can't say thank you enough for, uh, for them letting me in their home and, uh, and introducing me to their uh, amazing son. Okay. Uh, let's talk about your UFC National Championship Knights. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not? What about what's that season? Did you get a ten in the games? Uh, yes, I got to go to the Peach Bowl. I got to. I convinced. Uh, I uh, was. I think I had to. I think I worked that New Year's. It was New Year's Day, but I worked New Year's Eve. I legitimately got off work at eleven thirty. Um, and I went to bed like right after New Year's, like 12, 30, 1 o'clock and woke up at like five and drove up to Atlanta to meet up with my friends to tailgate and uh, watch the game UCF first Alabama or I'm sorry, Auburn in the Peach Bowl. Auburn, mm-hmm. Now, I um, started following them once they were undefeated and South Florida was undefeated mm-hmm. and I knew they had that matchup toward the end of the year. And plus, yes. I, I like tempo offense. So there was another great oh, yeah. just television for me to watch. But um, what really started standing out to me was was Griffin. And so Mm -hmm. I was like most of America. He just dominated because of the conference they play in. And I was really excited to see what he could do against uh, Auburn. So obviously he showed out against South Florida. And the the show he put on versus Auburn kind of made me slap myself like for doubting this kid, period. He is an awesome football player, period. No, exactly right. I, that was the thing that that was the first thing that I, I noticed when I watched it live was his sideline to sideline speed, like his closeout speed to get to the court. I was like, "Yo, that's not that doesn't even look real." I mean, the size he is, the how fast he was going. I mean, I could not believe how quick he get he could get that get back there i was really impressed and just his ability to you know even just despite having one hand the dude can tackle no problem i mean that is not an issue for him he wraps up dudes easily and um you just you love that he has that ability as a talent but you love the 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 dog he has in him everybody likes that everybody wants that on their team and if you can have that kind of that dog in you with that talent I, i i have no he will be successful in the nfl Right, I have uh, one of my former players from Columbus, Mississippi, that signed with uh, UCF. Plays tight end. This season coming up will be his first year down there. He came in January. His name is Christopher Deloach. He played a little uh, H back and defensive end for us. Played uh, tight end at JUCO at East Central Mississippi. uh, Okay. College. And so this is his first year down there. Uh, He spent he did spring ball with him. I didn't get a chance to see that spring game, so I don't know how he went. But that's a name I think you should look out for because he's. He got that dog in him also. Nice. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how uh, how my knights respond to this undefeated season because um, I, I I do not claim. Let me get that out first and foremost. I have a national championship shirt just because it's cool and I like it. 
but I do not believe that UCF is the national champion for anyone out there. I like the PR stunt. I think it's great, um, a great way to get the brand out there. AD athletic director Danny White uh, has done a phenomenal job so far uh, as far as hiring coaches and then doing this stunt. Um, but I no, I don't believe they're national champs. I think they have an amazing season. And I think at the very least, they drive the conversation forward as far as, you know, possible playoff expansion or something like that because if UCF you know their schedule isn't too bad this year I mean the, the biggest non-conference opponents are, are Pittsburgh North Carolina FAU so it's nothing you know that they can't I, I feel like they could beat all those all three of those teams and then their conference is is uh not as good this is going to probably take a step back in USF as well with them losing Quentin Flowers um at quarterback so um you know, if UCF were to go undefeated again, could the college football playoff? I know you don't look at the past year, but could you really tell a team that's like 25 in two years? No, you're not good enough to make the right. playoff. I just, that's a good point. I don't know. Where does J. Cole rank on your playlist right now? And the reason I ask this for uh, people that don't know, <laughs> Kenny did an entire segment with a bunch of uh, J. Cole, KOD references. And so I'm assuming <laughs> it's high on your playlist right now. It is. It's probably it's probably number one right now, just because no one else has come out with anything in the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But even if there was, if even if something else had popped up, it'd still be number one. I play KOD. I don't know multiple times a day still because I still KOD. Um, the songs themselves uh, that I'm listening to constantly on that album. KOD, uh, ATM, Kevin's Heart. Uh, 1985, and there's other one other one. I want to say it's called Friendship or Friends. I think it's called Friends. Um, is the other one I'm just bumping constantly. I love J Cole. I've been a J Cole fan since um, God, when he first kind of kind of about Z, you know, like back in the day. And I love Friday uh, Night Lights. Yes, Friday Lights. I mean, his old stuff, like own Simba and all that good stuff. Uh, Who Dat back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that was years ago, it feels like now. All that stuff. I was a big fan of that. And I really, I like this KOD album. It's a little different, I felt like, the direction he went with it. But um, I thought it was cool. So, uh, I liked it a lot. But I'm still waiting for, um, I think Drake is supposed to drop something later this summer. I'm a big Drake fan. I'm excited to hear that. I hope Kendrick has another album coming here soon because I'm. I'm a huge Kendrick fan, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what Kanye puts out. I, I have been a Kanye fan, not that much recently, because I wasn't really a big Yeezus fan. Well, uh, Pablo was all right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see what he has. Yeah, old Kanye, uh, college dropout, uh, late registration, yeah. 808 awesome. heartbreaks. A lot of people don't like that, but that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, a few that's, songs on Pablo. My... Yep. Uh, Blood on the Leaves on I forget the name of that album yeah. I liked um, yeah that, that's, a, that's on a, I think that's Yeezus yeah okay. Yeezus, Yeezus, I think Yeezus maybe one two songs Yeezus had a couple yeah. of songs they were okay uh, um, cool. Life of Pablo had a few more he did. He, he kind of went back to old Kanye on Life of Pablo on five or six songs yes. and kind of re- restored my faith in him. But that yes. faith is gone again. <laughs> yeah, it quickly that quickly disappeared with all his just <laughs> completely out of left field comments the past couple right. of weeks. I'm like, yo, I don't know. I guess Kanye's in the sunken place. I don't know what's going on. I need old Kanye to come back, please. 
I told uh, some kids that um, Kanye is trying to follow the the example of um, Six Nine being this troll and then when his music mm. goes, people go stream it and buy it just to see who he gonna troll next instead of just having Honestly, the music yeah that's it's I, to be honest I think you're right there which I don't I'm not a fan of because I don't really listen I mean I can listen to some of that new stuff I, I, it's it's okay it's it's it gets you hype I guess it depends it depends on what you like but I, you know you it's not anything I listen Playboy to and, so? um, I tried twice to listen to it. I told him he gonna yeah. try Playboy card again. I listened to it. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, <laughs> see, I can do. I can do Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi, no. I can do. I tried. You know who's not? I can do. I can do Lil Pump. I know he's very repetitive, but like in his his songs are so short that it doesn't bug me too much. Like if it was like a four minute song at the same time, like okay, that's I can do that. But all his songs are like <laughs> a minute and a half, two minutes. So I'm like, okay, that's doable. I can listen to it to get hype, but that's about it. And I listen to any of these songs for any lyrical substance. That's why right. I like that 1985 song by Jay Colson because he hits it right on the head. I mean, these guys... That's my favorite on the CD. Yeah, I mean, he's exactly right. You... you they they do all these silly shenanigans or whatever, and, and they think their music is awesome. It's like, yeah, but just wait. Like, once these kids get older, you will not matter. You are going to be... You're going to go from hot to cold like that, and it's going to be so fast. You're going to be wondering, like, yo, where'd all my money go? Because you blew it on dumb stuff. Right. And the thing that that kind of resonates with me is I'm I'm 41, and some of the same same music I listened to in high school, I still could turn on today and enjoy it. Some Tupac, some Dre, yep. some Snoop, mm-hmm. some Nas, I can still turn on today and it has relevance, and it's not a a gimmick or or some right. kind of fad. It it was good music. Yeah, no, exactly right. And I think even like there, I think, you know, I, I was born in 90, I'm 27. And I think I still got, you know, there's still, those are got those for me. I mean, those are artists, Biggie and Tupac are two of my favorites mm-hmm. growing up. And I mean, I didn't really like even get into them until I was about 10, 10, or, 10 or older. Um, but you still have, those are still, there's still guys like that, that, you know, I think that's, that's what J. Cole and Kendrick are going to be like once we're older. We're like, this is what we would listen to when we were younger. This is what our, our music was. Um, and we can flip it on 20 years later and still enjoy it. We still, we, it takes us back and, 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 and it, it, it paints a story that we at the time hear about. Exactly. Well, it's getting that time for me to get out of here. I want to wish you well in Orlando and um, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you on social media and follow you once you take make that move. Hey, thanks, Coach. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, um, y'all can follow me Twitter and Instagram. Both of them are at Kenny Morales TV. Um, and uh, you know just big thank you again to you coach uh, everyone there at Lincoln uh, and all the high school coaches fans viewers every area that I've met uh, over the years y'all you made Tallahassee feel like home and um, my job really really fun and uh, I can't say thank you enough for that and again I appreciate you covering the high school sports uh, your station in Orlando is getting a, a great guy a hard worker and I appreciate the things that, that you guys do you Posey uh, laid out mentioned in the earlier podcast Courtney Cronin y'all do a lot of for high school sports and uh, we appreciate it yeah no no problem man we, we, we love it honestly and y'all y'all make our jobs easy and y'all make our jobs fun I right, thank you kiddos.